Hey, what's up? Hello, hello. How you doing? <laughs> really good. Oh, dude, look at that setup. I'm loving it. Hey, Great. fantastic. It's the new era. Actually, like, fucking good setup. That's fantastic. What are you doing? Good. This is what my work now. Oh. My workplace, my living place, my sleeping place. That's fantastic. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> How are you doing? I haven't heard good news about Victoria. Hey! Oh, that's right, Victoria. Hey, fuck, dude, this guy. Holy shit. Giant fucking My man. Mark. Good to see you. Good to see you. How have you... Well, um, Johnny was just asking how shit's been going, but you're both looking fantastic. Uh, Johnny looks like he uh, owns um, one of uh, Norman Reedus's, like bike stores. <laughs> and and uh, Danny looks like he fucking he's like a pilot or something. Uh, also, we are getting uh, we're just about to receive our guest. Uh, he's arriving now, connecting to audio. So, without further ado, allow me to introduce. Uh, you know, Kyle. You guys know him. Uh, at the moment, Kyle. I don't know if you can hear us, but you're muted, and we can't see your video either. Oh, I had the same problem. Um, yeah, because you have to accept yes. both you have to audio accept and video. There he mm. is. Say something. Preposterous. Preposterous. Monstrous. That's go. right. Oh, oh, let's see. Oh, hey, what Hello. the hey. fuck? Hey. Dude, are you even wearing my fucking shirt that I sent you? Jesus Christ. Nonsense. <laughs> uh, that's just mere coincidence. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, man. The I love is real. To, uh, properly thank you for the t shirt, actually. No, nah, you don't. You don't. It's only it's the first happening. of many. All right. Well, allow me, Kyle, to introduce you. We've got Johnny in the top left. I don't know which ways you guys can see it. You're um, in the top left right now because you're speaking. I think. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, mm. But, the, well, the thing is, they're both wearing black shirts. They're both Italian. They both have beards and they're both like in their dens with the stranding happening. Um, <laughs> I see but, one with BB and one without. So That's right. Um, I'm going to one too. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to try and put Which your... is which? I know. So, hey, Kyle, can you um, put your volume up a little bit, just a teensy bit, if you can? Okay. How does that sound? Oh, gorgeous. Uh, that Ooh, that what, a, what, what, uh, what dulcet tones. Skills. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. Well, um, so, Jesus, guys, welcome to fucking, oh, hopefully, the tail end of 2020. Damn. Um, uh, I I sent you the questions very late on. I apologize, uh, Kyle. Uh, they're in your uh, Instagram, the ones that Johnny put together. Oh, lovely. But he's going to be asking you them anyway. And maybe, uh, Danny, do you have um, uh, Johnny's questions? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm presiding simply because Kyle's a pal, um, but I am the producer now. These guys are the hosts. And look oh. at them, Kyle. Don't they look like Kojima podcast hosts? I'm so they proud of them. Do. You know? I don't um, have a single Kojima thing in my room, so I feel... You like are the Kojima thing in your you, you room. You are the Kojima product. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, fantastic. Well, Thank you. without further ado, these guys know what to do. Um, Johnny or Danny, take t turns. Or you can um, count us down and we can start. All right. And then just to know, um, are you recording from your end? Uh, I certainly am. Yes, I certainly am. Okay. So I'll record and I'll take care because I've got that... Um, producer account which lets me record forever so okay um and also before That's we start lovely. before we start i fucking love each and every one of you you guys are <laughs> pinnacle level human beings for me for uh, bearing with me through all the different changes uh bakairu my man like i'm just gonna like alternate between kyle bakairu because it's really catching on 
I am so fucking proud of you about your channel. This is the first time I've spoken to Kyle directly about it with email. Yeah. Thank you. But I fucking love um, uh, like the, the whole thing that you're doing with YouTube. And uh, I'm so stoked for what's ahead with that. Johnny, similarly, and also with uh, 80s. Uh, I just wanted to kind of <laughs> give you guys my support because um, it's, you know, I'm, I'm running all this stuff. So I, I know what it is to like run like channels and like have all that happening. And I'm, I just, yeah, I'm really overall stoked, but just wanted to express that like, each of you and then all of you just gratitude so all right likewise mm. brother my man okay um yeah so either one of you who's going to do the countdown this episode episode 76 by the way just so you know it, okay yep so do you want to do it johnny are you the man for the job just like literal countdown you just count us down and you say what's up everyone welcome to episode 76 of the death stranding podcast or oh, sorry the kojima <laughs> podcast rather okay yep okay all right Go for it. So three, two, one. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 76 of the Kojima podcast, X Death Stranding podcast. We're going to continue on this line as uh, we have much more to talk about now. We have um, our wonderful other host, Ahitis or Daniele, and myself, Johnny, uh, together with our great producer, Albert Chessa. And we have one great guest today. We have our friend uh, straight from Tokyo, I suppose. Yes. Uh, Bakayuru-san. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Kyle Card. And you may know him uh, very well. <laughs> um, Kyle Card is the actor behind the Bridges uh, driver that we may see in an unfortunate scene at the beginning of the game. And uh, we're going to just get on with it and uh, get to know Kyle a bit. So there's a bit of a tradition we have on this podcast and it's to talk about your first Kojima experience. So what is your Kojima story? Where did you get to know Mr. Kojima? Mm. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on the show. I'm uh, very honored Great and excited to, to be here, guys. Um, <laughs> all right. So my first, mm. well, I suppose... I first dipped my toe in the water back, you know, in um, the days of the PlayStation 1 uh, mm -hmm. with the Metal Gear Solid games. I remember watching, uh, I never actually owned a PlayStation until later in my life was the bane of my existence. I begged my parents <laughs> to buy me a PlayStation for so many Christmases and so many birthdays, but it was not to be. It was only until I got my first, uh, you know, continuous job in high school uh, at a gas station and where I was able to buy, actually, no. One birthday, I did receive a PlayStation. Never mind. Okay, I take that back. But I bought a PS2 myself. That's, that's what I bought with my, my own money. Yes, but uh, I just remember watching some uh, Metal Gear Solid games when I was young, but I never owned any, but I was aware of them. But my first real encounter with uh, Kojima-san was um, through my job here in Tokyo, being an actor and doing all the stuff I was very uh, privileged to be one of the uh, first play testers for PT Ooh, before it was or released. Wow. Yeah. So I got to nice. go to uh, Konami Studio in uh, Roppongi, and they put us in a darkened room with a big screen TV and a chair. Got to wear the headphones and stuff and just sit there in the dark. They weren't telling us what we were going to play. It's like, okay, guys, just go ahead. Well, it was one, one by one, and I sat in a room by myself. And that's when I first met uh, Imaizumi-san, Ken, the producer, back in the day. And he's like, yeah, man, just, uh, you know, sit back, relax. Uh, here's a controller and just, just play the game. I'm like, uh, okay. 
and I did not know what I was getting into. <laughs> I remember I the I remember one uh, uh, a trailer for PT that showed people various people in this dark room playing, and it said like uh, live reactions. Um, it, it was that I think. That was That's precisely what... it. They uh, filmed uh -huh. us with one of those uh, what are those things like uh, what are those cameras called? But night vision camera, like yeah. the green. Yeah, mm. and uh, <laughs> did you can't get mad at me because I. What's that? Sorry. Did you soil yourself? <laughs> I I did. Um, Ken's son was kind of he wasn't cross with me. He was kind of joking. He's like, dude, you cursed so much. Because <laughs> 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 I I don't know if you remember like uh, the first time like the ghost like gets right in your face in that one scene like the first like really super jump scare. I remember mm. just like screaming, motherfucker! <laughs> I was like, ah! And yes, um, that's my first uh, real like visceral encounter with uh, Kojima's work myself. And then, yeah, that went on the internet. And then um, the Tokyo Game Show after that, I met uh, Ken Sun at the Koka Game Show as well. And when they were doing the, uh, the PT like kind of exhibition and explaining the game that's before it all kind of fell through with konami and um kojima-san went on his way but i only was able to meet kojima-san first for the first time during the the shooting for death stranding so my entrance into the kojima world was through pt and it was through that where i knew the producer and i was able to get an audition for death stranding i'll jump eventually. in with a question um just just to lead in because we are there chronologically now when you met him yeah. Um, how'd that go? Well, uh, it, it, it was interesting because um, I, that was the first time I'd been into uh, Kojima Productions and they had just uh, recently acquired the building. I'm sure if you've seen some of the old school um, yeah. videos where they're like doing like the handy cam and they're like kind of like filming like the, yeah. <laughs> the cinematics with, in, in the office building. It's just like this empty office building. And I remember going into this room it's like this empty office floor and there's like a table in the middle and there's like a, I think it was a sandbag on the floor and that, and there's this table in the back and there's a Kojima-san and uh, some localizers and other people there. And Ken-san brought me in. He gave me this lovely introduction. Like, oh, this is Kyle. You know, he loves, he loves all your work. Uh, he, he was one of the play testers for PT and he's just, he was very like upset that, you know, it didn't come into fruition and that sort of thing. It's like, yeah, he's, he's very stoked to be here. And he's, yeah, he's very excited. And, and he gave me this great introduction. And Kojima-san's just sitting there like, hmm. It, it, was, it was a bit daunting, you know. They're, they're right in front of me. And uh, this, this private audition, you know, like Kojima-san sitting there just yeah. looking at me. And action type of thing. Like, oh, shit. So it was, it was quite nerve-wracking. And uh, he definitely had an aura. He yeah. was very um, meticulous just watching. And, yeah. He uh, seemed to enjoy my audition as well, which I was happy about. And uh, thankfully, I... audition like like take us through. So was it like okay? I need you to scream your head off right now, or? Well, the audition itself was. I of course had absolutely no idea what I was getting into. I mean, before I got taken into that empty office space room, I got to actually see like the actual entrance of Kojima Productions. You you approach the door, and it's like there's this like white console. And you like, you beep it and someone talks to you and there's like this door and yeah, I'm sure you've all seen the hallway with the yes. lumen yeah. statue. Like, I believe I got to go through there and then I got to sit in like a, an office room and, and just wait. And um, it was like a special audition too. I mean, they, they put some time together to see me, 
like I did, I'd initially like didn't make it through the first round and uh, through some begging <laughs> I was like, <laughs> to my manager, like, dude, you just, you just got to get me an audition. Just please just get me in there. I was like, okay, I'll see what I can do. And I'll talk to them. And um, yeah, they, they had some time. They'd been doing some auditioning previous that day. It's like, okay, we'll see him kind of thing. So they got me in. So here I am waiting in this office and I get this like script. It's like, yeah, memorize these, uh, these scenes and um, yeah, go from there. Like, okay. And uh, that's when I saw uh, Ken's son again. He's like, hey, you nervous? I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm very nervous. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It'll be fine. And um, memorize these two scenes and I go in there and um, we actually sort of, I think the scene we did was the, the truck scene, but it was very, very different. Like I didn't expect anything. Um, but basically, uh, long story short, I put my entire body into it. I think we had to like emulate getting like crashing the truck, and you know I just crashed the truck and got thrown from the truck and did some rolls and screaming and yeah, it was great. It was great. <laughs> and uh, I, I take it for granted. Uh, have you learned Japanese? Can you speak it? I can. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it was a you're directly speaking the language, so you didn't have a bit of a like a block. With the, with the language there. Yeah, thank goodness for that. But there was, of course, um, some uh, localizers who were, tr who were okay. translating as well. So I was getting some direction in Japanese and English at the same time, which can I, get confusing sometimes, but yeah. Yeah, I, I saw an opportunity. So you mentioned that you did, because we saw, um, we just see Sam like waking up after the crash. But so you and um, uh, the other, uh, I don't know if you were doing the scene together with a few other people, but was there like the deleted scene version where we actually saw the like the extended like you got you sort of um, got some uh, stage directions about like what's happening and 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 you actually acted that out and because we like we we you know Sam is knocked out at this point but like uh, it seems as though there's like a little bit more to the driver's story that you maybe I don't know what do you reckon? Actually, to be honest, there there isn't that much more to the driver's story. I mean, if I remember correctly, some of the other scenes that i auditioned were actually some of sam's lines oh like just just to see like i i guess to see how you talked and like you know moved and stuff like that but uh if i remember correctly there might have been mm. um but all that was completely changed like you know it was like throwaway lines and throwaway scenes but similar but different yeah but uh it was definitely like a crash and then yeah stuff <laughs> Um, I want to throw it to Danny. Danny, uh, you and I spent a good chunk of our adult lives uh, analyzing Kyle's trailer, episode by yeah. episode, <laughs> minute by minute, um, and I don't regret any of it. And we were, oh no, it's like who is this guy? And if you listen back to that, it's like yeah, I think it's Kyle Card, and we we talked very meticulously. So, um, did you have any questions for Kyle about like that era of like looking at that? It was. Honestly, that trailer is like a short film, wouldn't you say, Danny? Like, it's a short film. Yeah, um, I was, I remember I was mesmerized, mesmerized by the trailer the first time I saw it because it was all in one cut. It mm. was beautifully directed and uh, the, 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 the action pace was so good. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, it was... Um, it was great. I, um, I had a question actually about it. Um, um, so uh, being a, in a Kojima game, of course, is a big responsibility as you know, you, you also love Kojima. Um, did you feel the weight of that responsibility while being crushed under the truck? <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Nice. 
Uh, uh, oh, sorry. Yes, definitely felt a lot of weight. Um, I just wanted to do like a genuinely like, like entertaining performance because I knew the scale of the game and like what the entire world is, you know, waiting for and expecting. I just like, oh, I just, I mean, I didn't, had no idea, like just to back up a bit, I had no idea like where in the game this would appear. Like mm. even while you're shooting, there's still some aspects of the game they don't reveal to you depending on your character. And like those things I knew kind of, oh, oh damn, that's what that was, you know, like revealed to me. It's like, oh shit. Mm. But, um, so there's definitely a lot of, a lot of that, like a lot of secrecy that's put on you as well. Like, like, oh, I know all this stuff. And, and there's people like, you know, sliding up in my dms asking me questions and stuff I was like i cannot answer that <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i know i'm like oh i know that are people making speculations online it's like ah, i know what that is it's like oh good on sliding oh, into right. dms for a good yeah. reason yeah. i mean i have I mean, to say like oh, sorry go ahead say no, good uh, old slide uh, into dms for a good reason oh totally like <laughs> give us the juice <laughs> I just couldn't um, do it. I couldn't even confirm I was in the game for the most part. People would ask me, oh, are you in the game? Because they seen the trailer. Mm-hmm. After the trailer came, I was like, you're in the game, right? And like, I couldn't confirm that. Could not confirm nor deny. Mm. But then it started going up on IMDb. And I'm on there. And people are kind of putting two and two together. But so I just started a- after the scene, after being crushed under the, the truck and definitely feeling the weight and imagining the weight and then feeling the, you know, the metaphorical weight of all of it. Yes, it was it was a bit crushing, yeah, definitely. Mm. To answer your I, question, I feel the anguish in your voice when I rewatched that trailer recently. Is um, uh, I I, I honestly think of uh, like a Kubrickian scene. It was just so, and now just getting real in, in terms of just that like the drama of, of that of that scene, like seeing like your sort of face like desiccate like a like that rapid aging is. <laughs> um, Danny can speak to this a lot. I was. I would hop on and on and on about how I felt like I was watching like neo Kubrickian, like like Spielbergian horror. Like uh, especially we we dove very deeply into how that whole scene plays out uh, in such a frightening kind of way. And and, and you know we were talking about PT earlier and um, uh, that the staging of that scene. Like if you're gonna appear in one scene of a fucking movie, you want to appear in that fucking scene of that mm. of that game. Because just, you know, when Patrick's character, you know, I just, after his model, I don't know who was acting with you, but when he's picked up and he's like flailing around and then he like gets devoured and that music starts playing, like you can like slap that in your, like, that's a short film for me. It's for me, it's, mm. you, you were less like you were in a trailer and more you were in like a, like, um, you know, with the whatever Venice, uh, you know, Cannes Film Festival, like a short, short film. Like it was just mm. something off Love, Death and Robots as well. Like yeah. very short. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. It could totally just end there. You're just like, what the hell? And yep. Yeah. It would Which is what we were left with for a whole year. <laughs> yeah, That's right. definitely. Um, so, some people said, Alana Pierce actually said, um, we may be speaking with her on a Fable podcast at some point, you know, fingers crossed. But she said, I would have been happy with Death Stranding just keep, just not actually ever releasing, just more, more short, weird short films. <laughs> um, I think that would have been really cool. Um, that was the first trailer with uh, with dialogue, by the way. That was the yes, first time yeah, we heard true. Uh, a district description of the game with Sam's voice at the beginning and all the scene playing out. Um, the first two trailers were were just like teaser trailers. This yeah. was the first like chunk of game that gave you mm. a more precise idea of what it was going to be like. Mm. Uh, very very exciting. 
Uh, did you know it was going to be used for a trailer? Or were you surprised when you saw it on YouTube? <laughs> I, I think after we filmed, like, he mentioned, oh, we're, we're going to put this in, in a trailer. I didn't know which trailer. I didn't know it would be that trailer. Like, you know, you know, will be remembered as the trailer that, like, gave some insight into the world. Um, but, yeah, I mean... To be honest with you, I wasn't initially actually supposed to, my face wasn't actually supposed to be in the game. Mm. Um, oh. Yeah, I came in as just like a character model, essentially. And yeah, they, when I came in, I saw like the character models on the side. And um, yeah, I was like, oh, you're just modeling this guy. Like, I'm like, ah, oh, crap. Like I had in my mind, like, oh, they're gonna use my face and that sort of thing. It's like, no, not the case. And um, through my performance, actually, like Kojima like, or Kojima-san, Sorry. Kojima-san liked my performance uh, so much that he's like, you know what? I'm going to have you back in and we're going to get your, I'm going to do your facial scan. We're going to put you in the character because it's uh, multi-nai, which means uh, in Japanese it means wasteful. It's like, it's like, it's just, you did a good performance and we want to use your expressions and as they are in the game. So the guy oh. essentially who was, I was modeling for, you know, nice. my, my head goes Yo. off and my... <laughs> Did your agent give you like a big hug because it's like, yeah, that's my guy, you know? <laughs> was your agent very happy? Uh, my agent was pretty impartial, you know. Oh, really? <laughs> oh no! I was stoked. You have like a, uh, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> a very impartial agent who was dealing with that, you know. Okay. So uh, it's fine. It's fine. Mm. So but, uh, your um your career as an actor, how different was it moving from like um cinema? Uh, and publicities and like you've got your full face full body motion into going in a green screen with cameras around you uh ping pong ball stuck to you how is acting in in such a space okay um my first jump into the motion capture world was with um the evil within two where i got sebastian to, um, my friend yes good old sebastian castellanos and uh, that surprised the hell out of me getting that job. I was like, holy crap, I got, I got Sebastian Castellanos? Um, conversely, my buddy, like, we became buddies through that shoot. He got to play, like, all the villains. I was, like, so jealous. It's like, I'm always, like, the protagonist. He's always the antagonist. He gets to ham up these eccentric characters and just die so extravagantly. I'm like, dude, I want to get killed, too. <laughs> but, but we also got to play uh, zombies as well, which is fun. Um, so we got to do headshots and that sort of thing, body shots. You know, it's fun day we'd our bodies would be broken by the end of it but the biggest like shift from like on on camera to like you know motion capture is like uh, it's it's so challenging and so rewarding at the same time because it's not just acting you also have to be like complete i, I suppose it's similar with just like on film acting but you're completely 100 like 360 degrees there's cameras everywhere plus there's handicam stuff Plus, there's like the limitations of the scene itself in the virtual world, which you can't see. So you have to be completely aware of like what way you're facing. Like, oh, there's a rock there, but there isn't. Um, there's a door <laughs> here, but there isn't. Uh, you know, there's stairs here. Sometimes they'll make you stairs, but other, other times like it's not there. So you have to know it's there. And so you have to be aware of the space you're moving in, which you cannot see. So you're using so much of your imagination while trying to do a genuine performance it was just one of the most challenging, most rewarding things I've ever done, to be honest with you. I mean, as an actor, I don't think anything can really challenge you and help you grow as much as doing motion capture, just because 
there's just so much you just have to create in your mind. Like you're reacting to this creature. It's like, what does it look like? Well, it looks kind of like this. Like you're in a room, it's filling with blood and there's 50 zombies around you. Like, oh God, but you can't, I have to pretend like I can't, it's like hip deep, like blood and you're like moving through it as if you're moving through like the gravity of that. I was like, ah, this is difficult. So there's so many factors at play. Plus, and if you knock a ball off, then the ball toucher has to come in and fix it. And there is um, designated ball touchers. After every scene, they'll stop and they'll just come in and just... Yeah. I dream of becoming a ball toucher one day. I'm kidding. Yeah, I think um, it's illegal in Italy. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's, why, that's why I left, actually. It's because they couldn't fulfill my needs. Um, listen, buddy, uh, buddy, I wanted to ask, so as part of you being, like, dragged, did you do the full thing so they, like, strapped some ropes to you and, like, because those supernatural things, like, drag you away, did they drag you across the floor and stuff? Was that you or was that, like, key animated? Oh, you mean, like, after I get pulled out of the, uh, yeah. under the truck, you mean, back in Death Stranding? Mm-hmm. Well, that, that's interesting as well because um, that was going to be another aspect of the shot and they're going to call on a stuntman to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm like, wait. And then through my my uh, Evil Within days, I'm like, oh, I could, I could do that because I, I did a lot of stuff, yeah. you know, that I probably shouldn't have been doing with Evil Within because I was just like, yeah, I can do that. And um, it's like you could just totally like drag me, I'm like how? <laughs> ah, like oh, you just do that. And we we basically Jimmy rigged this. Well, they did. We got some like slippery stuff, like these panels, and then they like tied me with ropes, and then it was like say no it's like one two uh, they just pulled me across the floor <laughs> and we did that multiple times like the whole time like screaming nah, nah! headshot <laughs> there you go <laughs> that, and that was like a wednesday for you you know what yeah, i mean that was a wednesday dragged against the floor and then shot in the head but my all throat for- was so dead after that oh my god so I, I can imagine again you really went into that like primal like I'm about to die kind of thing. But I think you got out pretty easy considering, Danny, help me remember, what did we call them before we knew the names? And we don't know that because they, you know, Pete and Ooh, uh, Pete and Dud. I think the Chirals. We, we called the enemies the Chirals, but we called Kyle's character some, I think uh. we, Pete, uh, Dunk, Dunk, just like Duncan, because he was Dunk like, and Pete. Dunk, yeah. Dunk and Pete, yes. So you were Pete, Pete, the lucky driver who got killed very early. But yeah. Dunk had a bad time. That was a, that was a bad time. You, you, get, you get to understand, Kyle, for reference, that we had to do, like, uh, I think 10, 12 episodes between Just on that, that trailer <laughs> and the next one. <laughs> so yeah. we, we oh, had God. to talk about a lot. <laughs> and you're very special, Kyle, because um, I will never do an in-depth, as in-depth fucking analysis as I did for that. Like, that was just... We got so granular. We started talking about like because you, you were the, minute, yeah, the you were the world um, exactly. You were the world sort of um, uh, first like demonstration uh, of what happens to a human body when subjected to timefall, which ended up being very big in the story. Especially, have you finished the game? I don't want to spoil anything. I've I've been trying to finish it. Uh, okay, I'm about to... I got to Mama the chapter Mama. I just okay, did cool. Unger and then. Mama. Okay. So, well, do you know? Okay. I can't say anything because I don't want to spoil anything. But let's and then just Fragile, say, I saw what happened with her. Oh, yeah. Okay. There you go. Fragile. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, like that, that, uh, that was, I mean, for a trailer that, like, I just, I, I think I did like a really long breakdown for like a God of War trailer one time, but uh, I couldn't be 
like as a one and done in terms of unless you do another one where it's like oh my god it's my dude kyle and we have to like do this whole process again (laughs) yeah uh, i will only analyze lengthily trailers that you are featured in full stop there you go i have decided (laughs) well i hope to be in many more that's right better be in many more otherwise we won't have much material (laughs) we're having a good (laughs) chat we'd like to continue having good chats i would love to continue having good chats Yes, yeah, very good to chat too, my man. Um, so you guys can um, tag team some of those amazing questions you put together for um, for Kyle if you want. Yeah. Um, do you want me to go? Oh, uh, I think you you okay. had one. Go, Danny. Yeah. Okay. And Danny. Um, grazie. So. Um, <laughs> grazie. Um, okay. This this is interesting. Um, did you meet any of the other actors? While me while filming in KG Pro Studio. Well, uh, I worked with the actor who uh, animates or acts. What do you, what do you call that? Animates. Yeah. Animates. No, animates. no, because you, yeah, you're giving him animation. So. Um, uh, yes. Um, oh, wait a minute. Is, is yeah, Patrick? Well, is it Patrick, the, the the French guy, the guy who plays the the other driver, right? The one who's like. Oh well, yeah, he he was definitely there too, but um. Oh wait! Uh, actually, uh, see, there's a guy that's modeled that plays the other driver, but someone completely different plays him. Okay. Like like okay. models his character. So the 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 French the French dude he's uh, he's just a, like a character model. Oh, and yeah. another another gentleman I know I think oh, I've just his his name escapes me at the moment. I'm sorry. I'm terrible. I'm terrible with names. It's the worst <laughs> thing in the world. Cool. Um, but the individual who animates Norman Reedus. That is the same individual who um, animates Solid Snake in all the other games recently. Okay. Oh. oh, my God. <laughs> he, um, the reason um, Kojima-san likes him so much because he has military experience, so he's very well like the, the guns and stuff. And he was telling me a story before when he was doing, uh, I think it was the Phantom Pain shooting. You know, no one knew the name back then, but he was doing like these crazy things where he'd flip the gun around, you know, stick in the, the clip in like this like, crazy sequence, and he like, got it in one take, and I was like, oh, shit! Yeah. like doing amazing things like that so he was filming that for a long time so that guy's a legend in himself like yeah wow. that's solid snake and yeah i mean i was, I was gonna say you hung out with actual like david Hayter's is just the voice but you hung out with solid snake like the guy who did all the animations from the from the actual titles so i can dig that that's right yeah he, he's, he's a great guy he's a great yeah. guy you guys uh <laughs> you guys like uh like play um i don't know like uh, not tennis. Tennis is too trite. Badminton. You guys have played badminton together. Yes, I, yes. I, I had, that's my head cannon. And I also got to hang out with the uh, the individual who uh, animated uh, Fragile. Oh. In Tokyo, anyways. I know. I know they split it up, and they like you know did some in like LA and did some in Tokyo as well. But I, I'm, and I'm familiar with some other individuals who like did other characters as well. But I didn't work with some of them directly. So. Yeah. So I worked with uh, the other driver, uh, Norman Reedus, uh, animator, and uh, Fragile, essentially. But no scenes with Fragile, as you know. I was just, I was just waiting and watching the scene. Oh, that's cool. Like the opening scene in the cave, you know? Oh. You, I watched that be animated, essentially. That's, oh, dude, are you kidding me? Oh, that's fucking rad. That's so cool. I feel, okay. I feel like I'm talking with like uh, someone who was there while The Shining was being filmed. I'm like, what was it like? <laughs> what was like, cause you know, there's all those um, stuff about like, uh, just, it makes, I honestly, I, I've, you know, I'm getting up in years as you know, you get more jaded with time, but 
even though I've been away, this is the first Kojima podcast episode in over a year, definitely, I think, right? Like, um, I instantly snapped right back into that space of like, yeah, he's, a, he's an extremely important creator. And anyone who is involved with what he's like, I remember seeing a Kojima documentary and they were talking to the, um, just like anyone peripheral, anyone involved with that. It's like you were really a part of uh, like the, the lineage of cinema, like the, and you are part of the lineage of this art form. And it's like, I, th I think that this had to have, and I really am manifesting so much for you, like with it opening doors for all kinds of things. Like, I, I mean, you need to be part of, you know how like Peter Jackson, like gets all his, the same crew. Like, I want you to like be in the next Kojima thing and all that good stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I'd love to be. I mean, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Happen. Um, well, Daniel, he was impressed, so that's right. So Daniel, it has to. I'm the rambling producer. You have to rein me in. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I like you. I like to see you ramble. So. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, Johnny. I but, think. But uh, so yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean the. Um, so you said you you saw the 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 cave scene being animated. So the acting and the animation were like separate because i guess the because i guess the i always guess the actors themselves were acting the scenes in a confined space uh, animating as well yes uh, okay so yeah yeah basically um how it works is like <clears throat> they have like usually base structures like 3d modeled structures that are kind of like already you show up already on like mm. this black and white type of like uh on multiple different yeah. monitors, right? So you, when you have your, your ball suit on, when you walk into the frame, you can actually look back at these monitors and see yourself like, like kind of coarsely animated kind of thing. Okay. You know, so um, you, know, you walk in, it's like, oh, I kind of look, look like I'm wearing this suit or something yeah. like that. You know, if you're an, like when I was doing uh, uh, Evil Within 2, sometimes we, we did so many different characters when we're zombies with like, look like these Hagrid polygon zombie thing or like children. It's crudely animated, but you still get an idea of what your character looks like. So you can have a lot of fun on screen. Like you're a kid and you're dancing and stuff. Like, woo! So it's kind of real time. Cool. So, um, but yeah, so they take your body movements and then they make them pretty with the model that goes like the skin, essentially. Yeah, yeah. true. It takes a but lot yeah, of post-production with uh, models. So you probably wouldn't be able to do it um, like at the same time, but yeah. That's right. But yeah, they do have to act it out in the space, like all the, the interactions, the interpersonal, like, you know, having the conversation or getting up close, close and personal, things like that. So, you know, like fight scenes, things like that are often, you know, done to a certain extent. And of course, if they must be complicated as well, like if you've got headgear on, you can't really come close face to face. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Um, it, it gets hard, especially when you have like weapons and stuff, because your headgear comes out and you get your camera and it was some scenes, um, especially with um, the previous games I've done, like, like we'd have to take it off and we'd have to like wear a skull cap with balls on it mm. when we didn't have like lines or anything. Or really, like, I was thinking, you know, how do you kiss another character well, when you're headbutting? <laughs> I think they have to fix that in post. Yeah. <laughs> or they make you take your mask off. It, it's, it's hard to say. I, I haven't kissed a character, so I, I don't have that answer for you. <laughs> but, but, uh, a performance actor never kisses and tells, so we can't even trust that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, uh, actually, I, out of pure respect to like those amazing questions, Johnny, if you want to just literally have a Craig Ferguson with him, just boom, 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 go for it. Uh, whatever <laughs> you guys can take turns, it's fine. Because I really like those questions. Like, go for it. Yeah. So um, you've, you've already said twice that you've played Sebastian Castellanos in The Last of Us 2. 
Now, I tried playing the first. Last of Us 2, oh my God. I wish. I'm sorry, mate. I just finished playing it. <laughs> Evil <admit>. Within 2. <laughs> last and, of Us um, would be a dream. We're going to do oh. three, dude. I'm, gonna, I'm doing the Last of Us podcast. Listen, I'm angry and I'm Italian. I'm angrily supportive of you. I am working my butt off. I am your Last of Us agent, dude. We're going to yeah, get... We're going to fucking... I'm fucking... I've already... Twitter bombing. Yeah, I've been Twitter bombing. I've been saying, like, you need to get Tommy Earl in it. You need to get my boy Kyle in it. Fuck yeah. So that's my, my action. My man. <laughs> I will. I'll fucking do it. Okay, manifesting. Anyway, go for it. Manifest. manifest. <laughs> Sorry for that. I just finished playing it. I'm still shocked. Mm-hmm. So um, yep. I tried playing the first game, and uh, pardon me French, I uh, chateed myself, and I never managed to finish it. It was extremely scary. I'm a big, I'm a big scary cat, so that's about it. And um, so you worked with uh, a Shinji Mikami um, IP, so Resident Evil, Evil Within, like one of the biggest horror producers. And you worked on a, you know, pseudo horror title in Death Stranding. Uh, we know that Kojima is now, possibly, we don't know, uh, allegedly working on a horror IP. Now. If you were part of this, and you, you may um, like, you know, wink if you are, don't <laughs> wink if you are. Uh, <laughs> you, you'd be in like the, the three biggest franchises in horror <laughs> yep. on the air. Uh, what do you think about horror games? How was acting in a horror game? Well, first of all, horror games, I love horror games. I mean, I'm all about, you know, Resident Evil. I've loved Resident Evil since... I can remember, like, yeah. first time I saw Resident Evil 2 on a screen, I was like, oh, I have to play this game. And, you know, everything after that, 3, you know, all of it, all of it, 4, 5. I kind of, I'll be honest, I stopped kind of playing around 6, but then I got into the reboot for Resident Evil 2, which is amazing. I haven't quite picked up 3 because I was saving hard drive space for The Last of Us 2. So The Last mm-hmm. of Us, definitely, like, one of my favorite games, probably my favorite games. Like, I just love survival horror you know because in horror the stakes are just so high you know you want to take that back you said that the legacy of kane is your favorite game and you're coming on that podcast with me (laughs) okay i see the thing is like i forgot about those games because there was a so like in my youth and then i looked at that i found your your podcast page like dude oh my god i forgot we're gonna we're gonna have an influence that was in my life but um yes definitely one of my favorite games and legacy of kane games favorite last of us favorite horror games Love them. Being in a horror game. Okay. I always wanted to be in a Resident Evil. I keep missing those opportunities. The remakes, some of that animating was happening in Japan. I was not a part of that. made me sad. I know people, I know personally the guy who uh, in 3, I believe. Or is it? Yep. Or in Resident Evil 7, sorry. Or, or oh, 7. 7. I played uh, Chris Redfield, like his face. Like I know that guy. Like, dude, what? Why didn't I hear about this? I was just Angry, angry, anger. But uh, I'm jealous. I want to be in Resident Evil games. I want to be in Last of Us games. Like, you know, of course, Death Stranding. I saw that. I was like, oh, I want to be in this game. Um, Horror is just so great, so fun. Like, I just love everything about it. The the stakes are so high. I like monsters. I like grotesque things. (laughs) And that doesn't make me weird. I just always like monsters and skeletons and stuff growing up. So horror is just something I've always been attracted to. I don't know why. But it's just, it's fun for me. So being in a horror game, is, it's everything. I was so stoked when I walked into the audition room for Evil Within 2. Like I saw Evil Within at the Tokyo Game Show. I'm like, oh God, this looks amazing. 
and I didn't have a PS4 at the time. Or was it three? We're gonna Anyways. we're gonna do a quick little uh, manifestation. Me, Johnny, and Danny right now. It's like a little oh. kind of ritual. We are so fucking heavily manifesting Junji Ito and Kojima to be doing something, and for you to be fucking involved. Do you understand? Like, oh, I want that. Everything's crossed. Everything's <laughs> right. crossed. Done. Make it Ritual happen. has been done. There you go. <laughs> yes. And by the way, by the way, um, just wanted to say, I, unpopular opinion, maybe, but I really liked The Evil Within 2 better than I liked Resident Evil 7. So. Oh, well, well, well thank there you. you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad that, that, that that's a thing because, you know, being part of that and enjoying hell. it, it's good. Because I know that the reviews are kind of, you know, all over the place for that game. So, Class. Yeah, I'm happy. Speaking of Death Stranding and The Last of Us 2, it's just a period in time where people just review bomb things. It's like, true. hating is cool. Yeah. Which definitely. is ridiculous. Like, enjoy the art for what it is. Yeah. Like, The Last of Us 2 was being hated before it even came out. Death Stranding, it was hated just because it had Kojima's name attached to it. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not the best time to be around these type of media nowadays. Outrage culture, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. It's just ruining everything. It's just so toxic. I mean, we should just be able to individually interpret art, you know, not like have yeah. these these voices or these part parties yeah. like involved, like decided for us. It's ridiculous. So-called authorities of opinion. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah. But like Kojima said in one of the interviews, uh, we are now looking for people on YouTube to tell us what we think of things. People yeah. don't make their own opinions anymore. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Like, wow. uh, yeah, like so many times I'll, I'll, I'll look to YouTube to just find out something about a game I haven't played or something just to see yeah, yeah. an opinion. It's, it's funny how we've kind of, even myself, been kind of drawn into that toxicity in a sense like why can't i just formulate my own opinion why do i have to have like prime myself so to speak i mean yeah. oh oh new sekiro came out maybe i'll just take a look see what everyone thinks about it you know or oh this game's coming out oh okay okay and then mm-hmm. i don't know there you go all right roll, roll let's let the question train roll on <laughs> yeah um all right um quick question have you played um after acting in it have you played uh evil within two i have actually not got a chance to do that pretty cat oh. you're you're just you're just a big scaredy cat because but- i did play it i did play <laughs> it to the but, club. Uh, i did play it but i i at a certain point i couldn't go on because it was mm. too scary it was too um i was too immersed because when i play horror games i like to shut the lights and turn off everything and Hi. just oh, be wow. there that's a full and commitment and that's yeah, that that's really scary. But if you like it, it's it's really rewarding as well. So mm. yeah, but it's a shame so, you, you didn't play. It's really good. Well, I I, I did uh, look on the internet to see the the cutscenes because I wanted to see like how our scenes worked out. Because after there there was some stuff that happened after we finished our our part, but um, uh, we were kind of curious like what became of it, and um, yeah, so we found some playthrough videos and looking at the cutscenes to see what survived and what didn't. And uh, yeah, it looked great, I have to say. Story looks solid. Looks solid. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I haven't cleared it, so I don't know. So, And of course, listening to other people's opinions, I know how valid that is. So I do have to one day go through it and decide for myself. But uh, it, 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 there is a game 
even Evil Within, I played the first one a bit. Like that game is just so uh, <laughs> just visceral, intense, so hard and vis- yeah, just, it's like they just take it another step. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> cool. We picked it up for the for Halloween. We had some friends over, and one of them came up. Let's play the Evil Within, and uh, we went through the the butcher, the beginning of the game. Yeah. And at the end, all the girls were just like, can we just like play something else, something fun, like <laughs> board game or something? And I was like, yeah, why don't we do that? I, I was yeah. trembling. <laughs> oh, God. I'm bad yeah. with those. Yeah, it's still sitting on my shelf. <laughs> just yeah. not playing it. I actually, Danny invited me over to his place, uh, which I still haven't uh, done with, to play PT. Because he's one of the only people in Italy that still has it installed on his PlayStation. No. Hey, I'm so one jealous. of the few people Careful. in the world who has it installed on the PS4 Pro. Because <laughs> uh, I was able to transfer the, the files. Oh, my goodness. Lucky, yeah, so lucky. One of the lucky ones. Piece of history right there. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that, they, they're going to have to you know, reverse that. I think if Konami seemed to be building up towards a Silent Hill review, uh, reveal, yeah. uh, so I would be really, really happy if they decided to just not not let this uh although there is a an you know a free marketing free mysticism aspect of uh you know uh letting that scarcity mindset because like scarcity introduces that idea of like well it's you know it's but i i think pt is special enough on its own like just let people have it like all that you're doing is making people want to rebuild it and then when they build the the pt tribute games they shut it down so it's like Mm. weird so um Go for it, I think. Oh my god, whose turn is it? Johnny. Yeah, boy. Yeah, so um now I'm I'm half Italian, half Australian, like oh. Albert. So like Albert and I, you also <clears throat> come from a great country of the British Commonwealth. Mm-hmm. Uh what made you pick up and leave to Japan? Like I do that yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but why did you do it? Like what was that all about? What was that all about? Sorry, well, no. let me tell you there, Bodes. I was <laughs> I just uh, kicking around one day out on a rip. Um, <laughs> out on a river. <laughs> just making river there, I was smoking a dart with my buds. Uh, well, I was interested in languages from a young age. Um, mm-hmm. So I kind of fell into that, started, uh, well, had to learn French in Canada. As I'm sure you're aware, we have to learn French to a certain grade. And I just kept that on. But I wanted to learn like Korean originally. And, um, but during that time, there was a bunch of Japanese exchange students that came to my school. So I was kind of exposed to like Japanese language and culture through that. But I was initially uh, exposed to Japanese everything through when I was six years old and I saw Akira on TV. Wow. Yeah. And it was right. It wasn't just like the beginning or anything. It was right at the scene where he's like transforming and just shooting the God knows what out of his arm mm. and just they're screaming back, Canada, Tetsuo, and there's blood everywhere and screaming. And my mom's just like, Well, I look at my mom's like, Mom, what's this? She's like, Japanese animation. <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine like the flashback. She says it in your voice, <laughs> like Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> well, she 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 turned it on to the sci fi channel. Amer- we had an American satellite dish, so we had the sci fi channel. And apparently they were just playing it and uh, she's yelling at me because she knows I like monsters. So she's yelling, Kyle, get in here. I'm like, what? I was playing with my toys. I was like, leave me alone. What do you want? He's like, look. I'm like, what? I'm like, what is that? Japanese animation. And I was hooked from then. So I was like, just hooked on like, I was watching the old school, like 
gory stuff. That was the only thing that was coming in the country that time. There's like Vampire Hunter D, uh, Gold Go 13, like, like all these like, is that how you say that? I- I'm sorry. Lensman, Robot Carnival, all these like really niche but violent ones. It was great. It was great. But uh, that was my first initial introduction. But then in high school, uh, I was learning Korean, learned a bit of Japanese from the Japanese exchange students. And then when I graduated high school, I went to the university, started speaking or learning Japanese. And then there's an exchange program. And yeah, I got in. I came to Japan for a year, uh, fell in love with it. Uh, went back home, graduated, decided to come back to keep my Japanese up and pursue a career in entertainment. And 10 years later, here I am. You, I want to say this, oh. you are exactly where you are meant to be, my friend. When I met you in Tokyo, in my stealthy meeting, which I couldn't tell people quite yet because you're <laughs> very stealthy about it. We were bugging him so badly. They were oh, like, you'll find <laughs> out, you'll find, you'll find out. out. I, had to, <laughs> I respected that and, and the thing. But when I saw this guy, he came up to me, and I'll tell the story very quickly. He comes up to me and he is just, you just fucking own you own whatever street you're walking down, dude. Like you just are, you are an actor's, look at the pompadour, like you're an actor's actor. And, <laughs> and, I, and like, it felt like you owned, like you were the owner of that karaoke place. You were like, okay, here we go, let's go. And I felt like <laughs> was I was- I snapping? Like, was I snapping? I felt like, yeah, you were snapping everyone. You were like, just, you know, hey, hey. you had the flares. You were- Ginger you had the, rail. That's right, ginger, ginger rail. Ginger right rail. And, uh, and but and so I, you were like Hollywood, but now I know that you're a fraud. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> now I, just, now I just know that you're a goober. It's all all the facade has come. But but the thing is, and I'm 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 kidding there. Like you, both of you guys, you know, Johnny, Danny, you you know that this guy, how like it's like uh, remember that like the, the 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 point of impact of that third trailer is that moment. It is mm-hmm. that is like Kyle is at the apex of that emotional moment, which is. Uh, that that gives rise to the rest of that in- incredibly cryptic, amazing, timeless Kubrickian trailer, and uh, I always got a sense while talking to you just about like how it's like, yeah, you got there, and yeah, you've done some cool stuff. Like I love the Benza so much. Like I fucking, and you have this uh, capacity in the in the live action space, which is so like I, I can't wait to see more from you from that as well. Um, but yeah, I think we talked a lot about, it's like, this is only the beginning, man. Like fucking, we had Shabu Shabu. We were talking about like, oh man, the things that this is gonna like launch. And I'm, we're gonna, we're, I'm just gonna continuously be in your corner cheering for that shit, man. Thank you so much. I, you managed to get the Benzer in Australia mm, on Amazon. I believe it's there now. Yeah. I believe, yeah, I believe you got Prime Video. I think you would see it. We, uh, we open up like that series. I throw it on, countries. it's like, it's like a, like, yeah, that it's from the lineage of Bill and Ted and like, you know, um, the Wayne's World. It's just, I fucking love it. I just put it on to kind of just chill. It's just great. Yay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No <laughs> okay. I'm rambling. Come on, guys. <laughs> um, so um, if you can tell us, are you working on any other video games right now, Kyle? Unfortunately, I'm not. I'd like to say I was, but... I think with Corona, a lot of stuff's dried up and uh, yeah, I just haven't heard oh, yeah. anything. I just, a lot of jobs have gone under my radar. Like I said, like the Resident Evil 2 remake, the Resident Evil 3 remake. And I'm just like, what, what, uh, uh, what, why was I not told of this? Like, come on, agent, do your agenting. But um, <laughs> They're still yeah. working on uh, the eighth one, right? Village. Go on, bug yeah. them about that. Get a battering ram. Be like, yo. Village, village, let me in. <laughs> Eric Andre, let me in. 
I mean, I think I found like the From Software building the other day. Oh, nice. I was like, oh. I was half a mind to like pound on the doors, like, let me in. I want to be in the next Dark Souls or Bloodborne or something. Elden Ring, man. You look yeah. so kill it. You, I, I said this, yeah, about about you before. It's like you, you could totally be like a, like an like a other Dark Soul kind of voices. You have a, a bit of a, 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 a like a, a dramatic kind of Shakespearean flair that you could really tap into. I think. I think I think I picked that up from Kane from the Legacy of Kane series. <laughs> we'll get into that on the other podcast. Yeah, yeah, on the other. How one. he talks. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I monopolize you. Yay. <laughs> Do it. How many games have you played and you're willing to participate in? Come on, come on. How many games have I played that I want to participate in? Oh, so many. Yeah, like um we've got Odd World coming up. <laughs> we have The Last <laughs> of Us. We have <laughs> Well, anything Last of Us I'm I'm sold. I like I I'd do it for cheap. I'd uh anything God of War. Yes. Uh, yeah. Dark Souls, of course. Um anything Resident Evil cuz yeah, anything survival horror. That's just fun. Mm. what else it's oh, also just... great that you happen to be in the ne- like the place like you are on the the, the the soil of the place where gaming like you know Shigeru Miyamoto like uh, Hironobu Sakaguchi like like that that is the birthplace of like the the bar setting quality game so you are yeah. you're right there and, and that's that's an amazing people talk about like oh I gotta go to LA for these it's like you've gone to the LA of video games right basically yeah, yeah. yeah. the only thing is though with like Unfortunately, like what that's why it was so rare and I'm so happy that like uh, Kojima-san put me in the game because I'm I'm sure as you know like they do a lot of like motion capture like the physical capturing here in Tokyo and they do like pick up stuff in LA with the actors but sometimes they'll do the facial capture which as, that serves as like a base in the voice and stuff and then the the SAG actors in LA will redo the voice and redo the face and stuff like that. And in some cases they'll, they'll go into the studio and do the physical stuff as well. It's like being in the game here though, is kind of difficult because mm. they're like, you'll do all the modeling and then they'll just stick a Hollywood actor on top of you, <laughs> which okay. is like, ah, oh, fuck. But uh. <laughs> in some cases you can get in the game. Like my buddy got, you know, Chris Redfield. Yep. You know, and I was in death stranding. So it's not impossible. It's just, you gotta, you gotta fight for it. Mm-hmm. And hope that you you do a better performance than a a, a SAG act, actor in LA. So. Surprise twists, because you're Canadian too. Bioware call you. It's like Dragon Age Four, motherfucker. Let's do this. Woo! Do it. You would so nail that, dude. I want to be in a Witcher game. That'd oh, be awesome. dude. Well, Witcher Four. It's inevitable. They're gonna build back up. I think that's. Uh, is you guys can fill me in. The, the, They've said that they're gonna be working on it at some point. You'd fly to Poland for that shit, right? Oh, fuck you! Of course, that'd be great. Fuck, <laughs> fuck you, man. Fuck yeah. Yeah. No, no, I'd love to. Like, oh man, there's so many games I want to be in, man. Yeah. These games are Project great. Project Red like, are doing huge things. Ooh. You do have a bit of a Polish look to you, I think. You could totally pull off a, pull off a slab. <laughs> a slab. Can you squat? <laughs> <laughs> I have my three Polskis. I can win my Polskis. Yeah. Squat and smoke. <laughs> Squat and smoke. It. Yeah. Sorry, by the way, um, like, guys, I'm sorry. I keep interrupting. Like, Kyle and I are, like, legit. Like, like we just riff and talk weird shit. So, it's, like. It's all right. It's yeah. so fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rippers. Cool. Yeah, exactly. Um, Going out for a riff. Yeah. Riff, riff, riff. I'm going to. I'm going to ask you this question since I also have a YouTube channel. I saw your channel and oh, it's really interesting. Um, really good. It's in a fledgling state where, uh, <laughs> let's call it what it is, <laughs> working on it. 
<laughs> so uh, um, the question is, uh, how did you come up with the idea for it? How did I come up with the idea with it? Well, mostly, I I want to say frustration, but I don't want to mean that in sort of like a a negative like air. I, I'm frustrated with the state of the industry here. Um, I've been doing this for 10 years now and a lot of people come and go and a lot of people don't know how to behave appropriately. Um, there's so many issues. There's been lawsuits, people not, you know, having appropriate conduct on set, not knowing how to behave on set, um, not knowing what a non-disclosure means, not knowing what, you know, not you know, putting shit on social media, that sort of thing. Like, there's just so many things that people aren't aware of and it just causes me a headache. And it also reflects negatively on people like myself who have been here for a long time and trying to build an actual career here because there are a lot of fly-by-nighters that come here and they they're like, it's like their second little part-time job. They'll be an English teacher and they'll just, Oh, I'll be on Japanese TV. Cause that's the dream. Everyone wants to be on Japanese TV. And it's it, I'll be honest with you. Anyone could be on Japanese TV. Each and every one of you could come here and be on Japanese TV in some shape or form, but it's, it gets problematic when you're trying to build a career here because you get lumped in this category of people that are like, yeah, they're foreign. They can entertain in a way, but they're, they don't do a good job. There's this idea that, you know, foreigners can't act in japanese they can't speak japanese so i'm and they don't know how to act properly on set they have no manners they're not you go not prove japanese. them wrong mate prove exactly them wrong. so i'm trying to go forward i mean i'm not trying to feel like well i can educate the masses or anything but i definitely want to have people so they have like a bit of like context before they come into this industry because everything they do and i do reflects positively and negatively on all of us here just because Japan is an island, you know, they have that, that islander mindset and a little still have a bit of xenophobia left. So, you know, you meet one scary foreigner from then on, you're going to think all the foreigners are scary. You know, you meet one misbehaving foreigner on set, all foreigners are going to be misbehaving on set. So I need people to, I'd like them to understand this and just act accordingly. And of course, teach them best practices as well. So they could be successful if they wanted to build a career, not just be a fly by night or so to speak. So that's basically what it came from. A bit of frustration and a bit of hope that, you know, foreigners will eventually in Japan be on par with Japanese actors here and be treated with respect. Not that they don't treat us with disrespect, but they can be disrespectful. And yeah, I just like us to work to, together in a, a better manner, essentially. So I just mm. like to prepare people for that. And That's really know, good, take, man. Yeah. Yeah, because matters and etiquette is something very important in Japan, as far as I know, oh, yes. right? Definitely, definitely. So. Speaking of uh, Japanese YouTube, um, I've been following for some time, I don't know if you know, Abroad in Japan. Mm -hmm. He's an English fellow named Chris. Yes, he's, and he's, he's got he's quite the following. he's an English teacher. Sorry? He's got quite the following, that gentleman. Oh, yes, of course. And he's always talked about how it was really rough for him at the beginning, moving to Japan, being English, being a foreigner. And he says... It just now just rolls off like he's one of them. He's he's, he's Japanese now. Yeah, water uh, off the so duck's yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you, you introduced <laughs> before. I was like, I'm, what? Oh, I'm, sorry. I'm that guy. 
for me pauses are fucking hilarious i don't like the, i don't let him pass without acknowledging him that was and i could hear birds chirping too i'm like okay so they get to have <laughs> as well um i will yeah. say this about abroad in japan yeah he's cool but he's not a fucking movie star okay get the fuck of away. course of course the, clear the air okay I'm, i am literally like i am his non-hired agent okay this is my guy <laughs> all right but at the same time, we do need to get you collaborating with him because he can also give you exposure. So that That's would true. be, yeah, reach yeah. out to him and you guys can have like a Commonwealth episode and be like, what's up, Canadian? What's up, British person? Let's judge each other in Japan. Judge each other. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Okay. It's definitely, I mean, I wouldn't mind speaking to him and um, all that sort of thing. But it just I'll feels reach like, out. I'll reach out for you. I'll do it. I just like YouTube is a completely different world for me. And I know there's like, you know, who do you, everyone wants to collaborate and kind of like, essentially poach each other's followers and subscribers and stuff so it's like it feels like a bit a bit of an icky place for me just yet because i don't know how to navigate it just yet like it, navigating the entertainment industry is one thing but yeah. navigating the youtube space I, I just i just don't know i just i don't know when it's okay to say hi like hey slide up in their dms and be like so you want to collab yeah hey, you want to go for coffee sometime so i can pick your brain i'll give you <laughs> your channel for a legit reason yeah, <laughs> yeah. like yeah 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 i'll give i'll give one teensy bit of uh like what i've experienced is uh i i remember just seeing just as like a fun thing to maybe try and get the thing to do because algorithms have really fucked youtube up real bad like um you can get stuck in a uh, i did uh, like a handful of movie re reactions right and then my uh, subscribership got just complete. And I love those films, like Hindi films. Me and Ray love them. Mm -hmm. But my listenership, it just 90% India, 90% men, 90% 35-year-old Indian men. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I was like, I love that, but I'm not all that. And so the 40K <laughs> subs, this is like showing you how the sausage was made. Uh, I actually had to actively, I was like, well, I can't monetize because it's not original content. Um, and I feel pressured to do this one thing. And the reason why I've actually come back to this, it's like, I'm, I'm like Gandalf the White. I'm like, I've come back to you now. <laughs> is, is because I, I, I let go of that idea of trying to basically, and I said, advise this with you, man, is like Bakairu Japan, I think it's going to exist across multiple platforms. And, and YouTube is just almost going to be like, I've seen, I see YouTube mostly as like a marketing thing now. I don't mm. see it as like, and like maybe like a repository. So, uh, and, and the, the, the evidence of this is there are some people that have a really active, they have like millions on Twitter, but they have like only a couple thousand on Instagram. Mm. So, but it, as long as you have that coverage, it's like, I could really see that multimedia thing happening more for, for both you and I. It's because, because mm. yeah, YouTube is fucking fickle. Uh, 80s, like Daniela, can you, come on, like you're, you make good quality shit and you get trapped in these fucking al algorithm pockets where they yeah just, i know but are you like this guy are you that guy and they just it's they've they've really fucked it up so never take it like you make i fucking love the energy of bakairu in japan it's so earnest and so like energetic and bright and yeah awesome. and uh and i like and i love promoting your episodes as well and all that i see when i don't see like like the audience both for my stuff I, i've i've let it go because it's just like now it's just about finding and this is how ultimately i made peace with it and i think with you too dude it's like you just do it because it just comes from you and i see when johnny gave you that question it's like why is it why did you launch it you didn't launch it for like numbers or anything it's like hey there's a genuine uh, need out there i think for, for young actors coming to japan for advice 
and that is worth on that's worth doing it unto itself without anything else so and i applaud you for that too dude that that's okay. really great of you yeah yeah it's cool all right yeah i'm oh. so waiting for an alternative to youtube um to load my videos on because um it youtube is great but it has this as you said algorithm which sometimes uh really works really badly and it's difficult to promote mm -hmm. yourself and it's difficult to be found um so yeah i'm i'm keeping a copy of my videos on my pc so i'm ready to upload them somewhere else when That's competition right. <laughs> finally arrives mm. i'm just waiting for daniela's only fans account yeah <laughs> are you doing that that's fantastic i love that i'm, I'm sorry yeah, don't, please don't please don't take offense but i would not i would not join that account i, I hope that's okay <laughs> yeah. it's okay yeah well they saw a gap in the market they went for it that's true that's true did like with everything platform yeah of course that's cool and people use it for legit reasons yeah and uh and then this has now become the only can only fans podcast anyway <laughs> because we're all fans of Kyle's oh, work. We're only fans <laughs> of you, Kyle. <laughs> if we get the premium membership, you can yeah. see my what? <laughs> and it's like you go premium membership, and it's just Kyle in like an apron and nothing else, just like cooking in Japan. It's like, hey, don't kink hey guys. Shit. Hey, hey guys. <laughs> we're making Japanese omelets today. You want to come over? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> This is just completely off topic. Yeah. Right. You mentioned omelets, and I've seen many videos. How is omurice? Oh, how well, is the food there like? <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. Omurice essentially is like it's rice with onions and ketchup, oh, and wow. then they take an an egg and they kind of like Roll do it. this magical thing where they wrap it on the rice and they put ketchup on top of that. Wow. So it's like ketchup rice with egg, ketchup egg. Mm. And I don't like onions, so I just kind of avoid om rice in general. But it's actually pretty tasty if you get a hold of an om rice that doesn't have onions in it. Like they do, there's like om rice stores where they do like different versions. Like they'll have have hashed beef or like yeah. cream stew om rice. So they'll have like some sort of like cutabonata type stuff. Like they they do like different stuff. Like Japan gets quite creative with their their staple foods so I really rice is good shabu shabu. when we had shabu shabu that was amazing dude and, and that was my first um I, we even talked about how because like guillermo del toro talked about taking kojima out for shabu shabu and i was like fuck yeah, yeah. um have you guys uh, daniela um johnny have you had shabu shabu yet like it's basically i've never heard of it japanese no. fondue <laughs> is that what you would call it uh, Edu yes. educate these including me educate us peasants about the ma the magic <laughs> Well, shabu shabu is essentially taking like uh, meat or, or thinly sliced meat and vegetables and things like, and just like, they'll have like a pot of like really boiling or almost boiling broth. Like it'd be like kelp or just anything, sometimes kimchi broth or uh, in some cases, soy milk broth. And you like, you basically put the meat in the, and you kind of shabu shabu. It's actually, that's the movement. Oh, of okay. That's the, the name. Uh, item in, in, in the water. So shabu shabu, and then you take it out and you eat it. You have like sauces in some cases, like a uh, sesame dressing or like a, a ponzu, which is like a a citrus soy sauce type thing, which is really good. Cool. Yeah, it's like lightly boiled vegetables and meat, and then you dip it and eat it. Dude, Not I, I'm, I'm hearing you talk. You need to talk about this on like Kyle casts or whatever. Like, 
I'm going to help to set that up again. Like we talked about this. It's uh, as you Keeps can see. getting away from me. <laughs> exactly. We're getting very far away from Kojima, but it's just because he's such an eclectic soul. So, but um, uh, how many of the 15 questions do we have left, my friend? John well, Going back to Kojima. Yeah. We've been uh, hearing a lot of, um, I think he was at the Venice Film Festival a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And um, he introduced um, some uh, award or something. And we know from a few years that Jordan Vogue Roberts is working on a Metal Gear movie. Hmm. Have you heard of this? I haven't heard that personally yet. Okay. So no, it, it's been out. Uh, it, it's nothing um, we're speculating on. And one thing I love that Kojima said um, is that he would like to have Luca Marinelli play Snake. Now, Luca, Luca Marinelli. Marinelli. Yeah. <laughs> he sounds Italian, Italian is that correct? Okay, cool. He, he does sound yes. Italian. <laughs> Luca Marinelli. Yeah, so uh, he played in a movie that's called Lo Chiamavano Jig Robo. They used to call him Jig Robo, which was a really? Japanese anime. Mm -hmm. Yeah, have you seen the movie, Danny? No, I haven't, but I, I didn't know it was the same person. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And uh, he plays the baddie, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. And he, the, like, he's got a good acting range to play Snake. And we were thinking, uh, how would you like to um, work next to him in um, this movie, which you cannot talk to us about because you signed an NDA? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you give me far more credit than I deserve. Um, We've that got would Albert be great. here for that. <laughs> Imagine getting choked out by, um, you know, solid snake. You're just sitting there, and just you know, one of those random henchmen that gets choked out all the time. Mm. Just so any solid snake, of... Italian solid snake. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh. so I have, I've actually, I've actually, I've actually, I'm going to give a pre-answer to this because I know because we're we're really like, because you know he does have that that live action aspect, which which is really great i want to have you guys all of you guys seen groundhog day with with, with no Umari? you have years it? ago yes. years ago there's a scene mm. right at the very end uh, it's no spoiler but uh, someone very emphatically shakes uh you know bill murray's hand and he appears in two scenes basically he's a very background character a young man named michael shannon who is like now this oscar winning fucking oscar nominated dude um i swear i i know i sound like a broken record but Kojima, involvement, games, Jordan Vo Robert was in the game. He was in the Stranding with you. Your co-star is motherfucking directing a Metal Gear movie. Shit, dude. Like, I, I'm going to, like, give me your agent's details. We need to, like, I'm going to, like, become your, like, second agent. Like, I have such a... a you can be my agent, man. I'll, like, uh, my I'll agent only covers Japan, so... <laughs> I'll, well, I'll fucking do it. I'll cover the rest, I swear. Because I'm doing all this... Pod I'm serious, like doing all this podcasting, networking stuff, speaking to actors from different, all these franchises or whatever. Um, I'm gonna either get through to Jordan Roberts through the MonsterVerse stuff that I'm doing because I want to get to talk to him about Kong, but it's like, fuck dude, like I want you in like a helicopter in, in, in some scene and just jumping off and like having a couple lines and then that building into more and more. Like I am, I am doing I'm going crazy thinking about this Metal Gear movie. Um, Kyle, give us, because you know Metal Gear, give us your mind's eye cinema of, of this Metal Gear film and how you think it could get pulled off um, effectively. Uh, uh, yeah, go for it. Or do you think it should be a series like Chernobyl or something, you know? Oh, excellent series. 
like i'm always thinking like the the direction of like entertainment these days is almost like series pieces you know because you know there's so much character development that we that's available and possible with like long series as we like saw from like you know game of thrones or like breaking bad or even walking dead these types of things but we saw like the marvel universe movies right you get like an hour two hours to develop one character and then they put them all together and you have these epic movies but even still like keep the production quality high and just keep it going i mean the witcher was great right yeah like i i don't mind the serialized type of content i think a series would be great and it just it gives you something to look forward to it's just more content more time in the world more time with the characters and i think movies these days i'm a, i mean i love a cinematic experience but after experiencing some of these like amazing like dramas, I'm just like, I'm, I'm kind of torn. Like what's, what's the best experience going forward, you know? Cause I like my series, but I do like a complete arc that, you know, cinema can give you. But I also like my epic trilogies and you know, like Lord of the Rings and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I'll even go as far to say Harry Potter movies are good too. So yeah. um, I like that. It's something to look forward to yearly. Yeah. Big, spectacle in the summer or christmas time you go to the theater and enjoy mm. and you look forward to the next uh, big piece you're talking of the good old times when the, the good old times open. when we could do that. <laughs> that's right so, yeah i mean so, uh, a metal yeah, gear so, would be cool as a giant trilogy that'd be cool oh, why not oh yeah epic trilogy with epic characters and action scenes like which we haven't seen that make mission impossible and fast and furious action scenes look like garbage you know like why not go just big military surrealism as he calls it which i love it's a great term right. yeah. make it very john wick style <laughs> oh dude it. absolutely uh johnny i think you wanted to ask something yeah so we're talking about the series and, and um how they're becoming bigger now with all these streaming services so you, you get hooked onto them and you just go one after the other so being the times that they are and we're all locked in i don't know how the situation is in japan Italy Pretty was just free. in lockdown for three months. Mm. Uh, what have you been consuming while you were there? What have you been uh, binge watching going through? Well, I've been, uh, I've been dipping back into anime. Uh, okay. Because uh, it really helps um, refresh my Japanese when I feel it's like kind of kicking back. And you can watch, because um, I'm in Japan, I can watch the animations with Japanese subtitles, which really helps. Like seeing it and listening to it can just really... Because usually if you watch it with English subtitles, you can kind of sit there and just, your just gaze read. kind of softens. You just read and you're not really getting mm-hmm. it. But it's really effective when you watch it with subtitles. I, I watched the entire JoJo series. Uh, what else did I watch? I watched I watch Mob Psycho. Just all these like niche things that are on Netflix. I watched Avatar. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that's in English, but I watched Avatar. Cool. I've been watching Better Call Saul, the sequel to Breaking Bad. I, I'm watching oh, that at the moment. Cool. No, how fucking so incredible. Have you, so you, are you caught up? You've seen the whole thing? I'm about third episode of season five. Awesome. So not quite, but it's it's so good. Like, how is that? Mm. How's that drama so good? Um, yeah. What the heck? I've been watching some other stuff. Also, been playing video games, of course. Uh, nice. Last of Us Two that came out. I, you know, I took about a month or so off from YouTube, and partially some of that is because of Last of Us because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just wanted to i was Same thinking here. about learning to stream to do it and i was like no i want this experience to be personal like, i've been waiting yeah. so long for this game so uh yeah i've been gaming and just watching anime and some other stuff just to keep up my language ability and keep my head back still in the game 
industry because I want to be ready. I want to see what's out there. Like, you, know? you get it? Keeping his head in the gaming industry? Yoo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to. Uh, well done, sir. Well done. Any recommendations? I, uh, Something I should be watching? Mm. Well, apart from Chernobyl, um, yeah, we've not we, seen that. We're, we're, we are re watching Sopranos the second way through. I think that's still Ooh. indomitable. Um, uh, I'm currently trying to fucking get that limited edition Benza that comes with the toilet seat. I, I'm, I'm trying to manifest <laughs> that into existence. <laughs> I fucking love that series. Um, Did you watch Benja English? Uh, no, no, I've just stuck with the, the Japanese, but. Um, yeah, good well, stuff. it's it's in Japanese, but we uh, inter- we expand it's the a, world with that. The English language one. Oh yeah, yeah. No, so yeah, that. Sorry, I thought you meant there was like an alternate version. No, it's good stuff. Um, uh, well, okay. So recommendations. I'll I'll try. I'll. So Twin Peaks season three. Did you see that? Did you see Twin Peaks at all? Like the the series? That was creepy as as hell. I, I never really got into it. That that okay. red cur- curtain and the music. So yeah. weird. I think so. Narcos, Narcos is fantastic. I think. Um, Narcos. 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 Do you guys know how to any? Do you know any Spanish? Come on. I know ancient Spanish. Ancient Spanish. Un poquito. <laughs> wait, wait. Okay. So, guess what movie this is from? Could it be that once again you are mad at someone else, but you're taking it out on me? Come on. Okay, Three Amigos with Chevy Chase and, you know. Oh. Okay, all right. Speaking of Chevy Chase, I'm watching uh, Community. A great, Community. Oh. I was going to say, it'd be a great solid snake, like played by Chevy Chase. <laughs> I see it. I can see it. But no, Community is amazing. And so is Rick. I, okay, Rick and Morty. Go, go oh. nuts with Rick and Morty, dude. I think you'd really dig it. You're you're very like you're a very perceptive and intelligent and also quite existential person. So I think that exactly. Rick and Marty. Rick and Marty. That's right. <laughs> the vat of acid episode. Can we talk about that? My God. Oh, can we? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, full circle. Rick and Morty promotion for Death Stranding. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> I brought Can't us back on track. That's why I'm the producer. Okay, back <laughs> yeah. on track. Back on track. Back on track. We're back. Okay. full circle. I think uh, Danny, you have a have a couple because Johnny had a couple. Um. Well, I think we, I think we went through all the questions that we had. But like, who does your hair? Right. <laughs> nice. It's like really tiny and looks nice. So. <laughs> it's tiny and looks nice. Thank um, you. By the way, you're seeing him in a webcam. It's fucking glorious in person. Like I'm as straight as a country road, but dude, country road, take, take me home. home. <laughs> the place I um, what did you think of that announcement of the Fallout series, dude? I'm serious. Like, it's got to be a series. The video game experience is, a, is ah, yeah. hours on end. So fuck movies. Like, unless it's a Detective Pikachu, we need to turn these things into series because <laughs> Detective Pikachu. You know, I mean, that was fun. But uh, so Fallout. What's your relationship with Fallout? I don't have a relationship with Fallout. Well, I'm gonna be fucking <laughs> putting you in Fallout Five, bitch. <laughs> it just seems so hard. So what you gonna do? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So how how so you like open world, but you don't like too open. I think Last of Us is like your Goldilocks, like just right. Goldilocks. I mean, I like I love open world. I love exploring, and if I may be blasphemous and have one complaint for Death Stranding so far, shut it. Hang up. Okay. Yeah. Go. Go. That's fine. <laughs>
Okay, because I like exploring in the open world, I just found, because, you know, it's, it's such a huge world, and I just, I decided to go up over a freaking snowy mountain and see what's up there, you know, off the grid, you know, off the chiral network, and there's just no reward for exploring <laughs> beyond the world that you've, you've connected to the network. There's absolutely nothing to be gained. I mean, I found cities, I found Hartman's lab, but it won't let you in. I can't heal, I can't rest, found an onsen or a, a hot spring but that's about it nothing to find i was just like what <laughs> like come on i just i went over a freaking like one of those beautiful freaking yeah. mountains ever in a game epic snow beautiful i jumped on a like that, that hoverboard thing and went down the mountain to get away from some bts it was beautiful nothing to show for it <laughs> just broken boots no stanima an hour walk back over the freaking mountain <laughs> shot up by terrorists which aren't introduced yet like come on hey Ugh. hey uh, uh, kyle that kojima if he was here on the zoom call he'd be like you didn't find anything but you found yourself oh yes he, 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 he'd draw, he, uh, that would come yeah that's right uh, <laughs> i just i wanted to find like some you know badass guns or something just something just yeah. yeah i mean it was a it was a, a quickly quite quickly developed game so um it, it took like three years and something mm. almost four years but not much more because he left um he left konami in 2015 december and uh mm. in june 2016 we had the first trailer so mm. and less than three years later we had the game so <laughs> no it's no complaints it's, it's beautiful it's yeah I, I love the concept of it it's it's almost like it was a a premonition of what was to come I mean, that's insane. We need to talk about that. <laughs> like he predicted COVID essentially. He totally it, did. It's like yes. Mike Metal Gear 2 predicted all this algorithm bullshit. Social media, yeah. Yeah, Jesus. Dopamine hit you get from all your Amazon packages you get delivered to you because you can't leave your house. You're just waiting for yeah. ah, and then the, that porter comes and brings you your package you've been waiting for. Ah. And they're a damn hero. And they get the smile like, ha ha. And you get your package. Like, and we're oh. using our, our, our like urine and feces to fight each other. It's, it, you know what I mean? Like, it's so realistic. It's true. Yeah. It's true. We're afraid to meet people, afraid to go outside because of the unknown entity. And that's going to kill yes. us all. Corona BT virus, BT virus, you know. BT virus, BT19. BT, that's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that, that, that was eerie just going back to it during COVID because I'd, uh, I'd played a fair chunk into it before Christmas and I went home for Christmas and I kind of put it aside. Yeah. And then mid COVID it started playing again. It was like, Oh God. <laughs> um, so different playing this. It is different. Now. And um, Lynette, while we should even go around a bit. So for Kyle, it was um, that idea of big, beautiful environments that I just, I suppose a kind way to put it would be like a reward unto itself. Like there's no special. Yeah. That was definitely rewarding itself. Yeah. The exploration, but I just felt. Yeah. Maybe the journey was the journey itself. The reward yeah. for the journey was the journey itself, I could say. Mm. I want to be poetic about it. But I just, you know me, playing open-end game or open-world games, you, like, you find the legendary katana that you're not supposed to get to your level 50. You're just like OP on the low-level enemies. Have, have you played um, uh, uh, Ghost of Tsushima yet, my friend? I have not. I have not. Um, I'm Happy birthday, motherfucker. I'm going to send you a code. Done. A code? Done. You understand? <laughs> okay. Woo. <laughs> Yeah, I got you. Um, uh, we it's now it's going to be a tradition because I got you days gone, right? You did, you did. Okay. So this is thank like, you very much. 
well into our 50s, I'll be like, here you go, PlayStation 7, Days Gone 8. <laughs> <laughs> Days Gone would be another game be interesting to be um, you know, involved in. Yeah. Just because there's a lot of human drama in there. I do have some quips with some of the, the main characters and their character quirks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, there's very, some of their, uh, their quirks are very man-child, but uh, yeah. overall, the, the story, I like, like the connotations of the story and where it's going in. Freaking. I enjoyed that game. I haven't finished it yet, though, because it just got so damn difficult. But uh, Yeah. yeah. That's I cool. can't fight a thousand Get enemies off. at once. Just can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Well, guys, it's open question time, and we also need to check. Availabilities, we have gone over the hour. Um, How is everyone doing? It seems kind of birds chirping in Italy. How's it over there? It's just same same time as me, right? It's basically it's like 7 p.m. for you in, in Japan, right? So, yeah, it's about 20 after 6. Okay. How are we feeling? Are we... Uh, We've, we've got a few more riffs for Kyle, or how are we, how we feeling? I can do a few more minutes if you like. Yep. No worries. Yeah, so I actually picked up Death Stranding 2 during the pandemic because I said, Lovely. it just feels so right. And um, I, I played it in English, and I said, actually, until Daniele told me, I had no idea that Sony translated games. Mm-hmm. So, so I said, I'll try playing it in Italian to see if there's any difference with the voice acting. And um, my father sat next to me exactly when your scene was on. I just started the game. And my father is, you know, oh, video games, waste of time. Uh, Why are you not a doctor yet? Why are you not studying? (laughs) (laughs) And he just sat there with me and he he just big eyes. And he's like, oh, this is a good movie. And I'm like, yeah, just uh, give another 10 minutes. And then you get control of Sam and I start moving. He's like, you're playing a game? He's like, no, no, this has gone far beyond what I can understand. <laughs> so, <laughs> Kyle, you, with your acting, you managed to get my dad to watch video games for 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> That's a big achievement. Thank for... you. Just hearing that gives me a force <laughs> to move forward. So, yeah. You, we need to get um, the boomer generation into understanding that the next big thing is video games. Mm-hmm. Like, they're getting yeah. BAFTA awards for them now. They're really? getting proper game. Yeah, like even Kojima won, uh, I think, oh. a couple of BAFTAs oh, for the game. Did you see that? So he won not just the, he won the the main award BAFTA that was given to Rick yeah. itself. Uh, if you see that video, he's obviously in Japanese, and I think Kyle, because he's bilingual, he could probably appreciate more than just what we can see in the subtitles. You can see that he is so. You know when some and I, I observe this in Japanese culture where it's like they're so honored that they it's almost like they start not crying but they're just like he was so like almost that he, he'd like been hit by the honor he was like so like blown away being like well you know Kubrick got this Hitchcock got this I think Chaplin I don't know like all like he says that his dad influenced him with um five directors which was Kurosawa Chaplin can you guys help me with this Kurosawa I don't remember them that's okay so Kurosawa Chaplin uh, Hitchcock um and like a few Kubrick. other yeah yeah and and that was yeah and and uh, as you said I I've, I've said it we talked about it a lot actually you and I uh, Kyle when we in 2018 gosh it was a couple of years ago All is right. that it is it is that frontier of the the human condition expressing itself because the inherent intrinsic quality of what it means to be human is you cannot sit still you cannot sit passively like you have to make active choices in your life to be what you are so the the active participative input defines the thing and films aren't that tv isn't that games are that and mm-hmm. like 
Carl's work took that, you know, with Death Stranding, like that took that far. Um, I think Last of Us, I think we can all agree that that fucking game really set a new standard. Um, Kyle, you're definitely coming on. You'll, you'll love them both, both Anne-Marie and Catherine. They, they would love to ask you about the experiences of, you know, motion capture and all that with all of your projects. But um, I think all of us at some point should cycle through the Last of Us because I think, um, would you agree, Kyle, that like that is how to... To, to go i mean were you looking at some of these shots in last of us where it's like that's that's a, it's not a game anymore There's, there was no pixels when you were looking at that screen you know oh man it was just such a surreal experience yeah just yeah. no no flaws just you're know, walking into these these old houses and find like a, a playstation was it three? Yeah. <laughs> it's just sitting yeah. there. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, oh god damn. Just like the, the minute details everywhere and just like Seattle just destroyed wow. by the wa- just the water damage alone, all the concrete and just the and the greenery and just how nature's just reclaiming the urban sprawl. It was just it was beautiful. Like it was absolute destruction, absolute desolation, but at the same time, it was eerily beautiful and just mm. It gave me pause in so many areas of the game. You just climb over one of these walls and you just like, you know, the sun's coming out into your eyes and you just, you mm. just see the city, see like a Ferris wheel. Like, oh, it's, mm. oh my God. So I'm your agent um, for Outside of Japan. It's established. <laughs> it's been said. It's been decided. Um, I want from Johnny and Danny um, uh, pitches for who or what kind of character uh, uh, Kyle could play in Last of Us. In, don't think about it. Just go. Like, what do you reckon? So, uh, you are in Jackson, yeah, and there's this young woman that's just come back with a baby. Fantastic. And what are you gonna do? You're gonna let her in? You're gonna help her out with uh, her worries? Interesting. I kind of dig that. <laughs> I want to say this. I think, yeah, like like launching off of Jackson would be really interesting for the for the th- um, uh, for the third one. We've all finished it, right? Last of Us Part Two. No, I haven't. Okay, I'm like halfway through because okay. I I've been working a lot lately and I didn't have the time was, to play. It. I was vague on purpose. I'm what day so are you? Glad that I asked. I'm so glad that I asked. Okay. What what day? Seattle day three. Um, day two. I think it's the Who are you playing as? Ellie. Okay, cool. I dig that. Okay. Nice. Have you that. played as anyone through, else? Halfway through, you mean a tenth way through? Yeah, no, that's okay. <laughs> so, but that's okay. So I want to I want to I want to tell this to Danny. So um uh uh my co-host on on Last of Us. Um this is like post show stuff, whatever. We're just shooting the shit now. Um uh these amazing women, they uh are mods, right? And they felt the full brunt of the spoilers like they and and imagine that the most passionate people of this community they they put themselves between the community and the spoilers and like Mm. so we legends but for daniela's purpose let's maybe shift away from it because you like it's it's sublime i I really think um just like how uh carl with his stuff with and like the stranding set a new bar i think uh, the the bar has, has has been set as well. And yeah, uh, I'm sorry, I've been working so cool. much that I still have to finish okay, the last part two, make... and I still have to begin Ghost of Tsushima, which I have. Kyle, <laughs> I want you to make I want you to make Danny feel bad that he's been working because now we. 
I took a month off of YouTube. All right. Well, all right. Well, there's other things going on, but at least two weeks are because okay. of that. You know, can you giving it the time it deserved. Can you admonish Danny in Japanese? じゃあ、はい、やれよ、ま、その。バカ野郎。何ないと、もったいないだろう、ま。その。バカ野郎。何ないと、もったいないだろう、ま。その。バカ野郎。何ないと、もったいないだろう、ま。その。バカ野郎
love onsen. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Thank you for signing us off, Danny. Um, I suppose we're in the post show now. Um, well, thank you so much, gentlemen. It was a pleasure to be on oh, the show and speak with you all. I'd like to do it again. I, I'm not very polished in my uh, speech because I haven't been speaking to too many people. I'm sorry if I was a bit stuttery and that's cool, man. Blanking. <laughs> we all are. It's all it's, good. And so you're a professional speaker speaking to non-professional speakers. So I mean, I, I haven't speaking. I haven't spoken English for like three months, so it was hard for me. Yeah. What's my excuse then? <laughs> that's great. Um, but yeah, Kyle, dude, obviously you're more than welcome on to uh, Kojima podcast uh, anytime. I think I, that's pretty good, right, you guys? Yeah. Um, this yeah, ended up just. In, you know what this was? It was me being like, I, I love all three of these people unto themselves for their own reasons. They're all so great. Uh, Kyle, I was never able to fully dive in, man, because we, we weren't able to talk about it. And I, 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 respect, I respected, um, you know, that, that NDA and everything. But uh, I was able to, yeah, you were able to kind of give the full story, and, um, which is really well, We can cool. dive in deeper next time if you'd like. Yeah, and hey, yeah. there you go, guys. So there will be a next time, which is good to know. Maybe we'll get you for like, I don't know, maybe on the sixes of every episode, 76, 86, something like that. <laughs> I'll try um, to finish the game by then. <laughs> yeah, maybe. And so then also, um, we can jump on Last of Us because I think uh, you have a, a real passion for that. So that would be really good. And, and I want to get... Because Zoom, you saw Josh Gad, these fucking reunions. You can have 50 people on a Zoom call. Yeah. Fuck it. True. You know what I mean? It's true. We do class in Italy on Zoom. There yeah. you go. That's right. So, you know. The world has changed. Johnny yeah. has been training to uh, become a pole dancer, and we should respect that. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, uh, Kyle, have a fantastic rest of your evening. Jesus. You too, sir. All three of you. Have a lovely, oh. lovely evening Thank or morning or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> and don't hesitate uh, to call me again. I will... Of course, willingly and happily participate. Any words? Legacy of Kane. Fuck oh, yeah. Legacy oh, of Kane. Have you memorized any of it? You fucking actor, you with your memorizing of lines. <laughs> no, but I've been doing some re um, reviews. I, I watched um, all the boss battles the other night. They I have them on, on YouTube just to, because before every boss battle, there's a dialogue, right? It's like, ah. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. I don't know how much time. Shit, I'm so. I could send you that link if you want. Fuck yeah, dude. Do you want to read it? Forty minutes. Let's fucking read a scene, dude. I don't give a fuck. Are you ready? I'll be Melkaya. You can be fucking Raziel, being like, "Look at you, my brother." <laughs> we should do that. That reminds that. me of something. Let's read a scene when we do it. We will. Looking forward to it. Uh, what were you saying, uh, Johnny? That reminds me of something, dear brother. Oh yeah, obviously. <laughs> fucking, you know, liquid. Obviously, nice. I like that. Giant hugs. Love you guys. Take good care. See ya. Love you too. Bye from BB2. Bye. Bye, BB. Bye, BB. See the sunrise.